Are we going? Hey, welcome to the Arrogant Healthcare (laughs) Marketing (laughs) Masters Podcast, the week of July 25, 2011. This is episode 113. Yeah. Yep. And I'm Chris Beffalo. Yep. Yep. <laughs> President Maybe. of Interval, the agency that puts on this fine podcast. podcast. What? This fine podcast. This fine, fine entertainment. Fine. All right, let's cut show. to the chase, people. <laughs> and you are Jackie Ritaco, account coordinator with Interval. And Adam Meyer, creative director at Interval. Jackie's got stuff to do. I know. She's like, let's move it on. People to see. Places to go, mm-hmm. accounts to coordinate. I wish I were important. <laughs> What's that? I wish I were important. I just Adam has nothing to do. It's like my role <laughs> in real life, taskmaster. Oh, to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Keep Adam the I key on master. Path. Are you the gatekeeper? Mm-hmm. Are you the key master? Azul, Azul, Azul. I wish that sounds dogs and cats sleeping together. It's out of my hands. <laughs> I have seen. That will turn you white. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, what are we going to talk about? What shall we talk about today? Let's talk about this story. Let's just jump right into it. <laughs> no upfront BS. Jackie's will have none of it. <laughs> jump right into the first story. Uh, this actually, uh, this is an article that I saw from, I was on Twitter from Kent Bottles who is a jack of all trades when it comes to healthcare, not just marketing. Uh, so he's everywhere. And I think I've met Kent once at Health Camp Minnesota. Oh, really? Was he there? I think he was there. Oh. I believe so. Where was, where was that? Health Camp Minnesota? Minnesota? It was here. Remember? Where? <laughs> Don't you remember when we hosted the social hour for it? The mission thing? No, not mission. <laughs> Health Camp Minnesota. Where was this? That was last year, right? I was like three. Where years was ago. it? Where was no, it? Two years ago. Where was it? It was at the U of M. Oh yeah, I remember that. That's yeah. see now. If you would have just told me where it was when I asked where it was, I would have been like, I didn't oh know yeah, the that. exact auditorium. We threw a major <laughs> shindig after. <laughs> that had some superstars in it. That had what Lee Ozzy. That, that the one we Chris had Boyer. The party we had here afterward. Yeah. No. Yeah. Before. Was it before? Oh, it was before. It was yeah, that was fun. We should do that again. You were so lit up. You don't even remember what night it was. No, I do know that my I threw my back out carrying some beer up to the office though. Because I think Jackie had to carry it. Afterwards, we were trying to distribute what was left. And I think it was either you, somebody had to carry it to my car because my back hurt so bad I couldn't even carry it out. Wow. You know, we had, a, cripple Minnesota. you know we had a good party when you can't even walk, walk out with your... That's a hell of a party right Either that or your wimpy. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> okay, so I saw this from him. Uh, the title of it, it's a Miami Herald article. And it says, Inspector General... Blast's International Marketing Program of Jackson Health System. So for some context, Jackson Health System is based in Miami, a multi-hospital system. So uh, their primary uh, kind of anchor hospital is a academic medical center tied to the University of Miami called Jackson Memorial Hospital. They also have a children's hospital, uh, a couple of uh, community hospitals, a rehabilitation hospital, and a mental health hospital. And so the story is about uh, the Miami-Dade Office of the Inspector General released an 82-page report strongly condemning some practices of the company 
that until last spring ran Jackson Health System's international marketing program, particularly questioning the value of government hospitals spending millions of dollars to attract foreign patients. So apparently um, they are uh, tax-supported. I don't know if they're publicly owned, if that's appropriate, or if they're just subsidized. I'm not, I couldn't figure that out in time for this podcast. Well, if you're a nonprofit, are you technically tax-supported in some way anyhow? Well, I mean, all nonprofits are tax supported. They don't have to pay tax. Right. But that's different than being government owned. Government. Right. Well, right. Like, right. H, like locally, HCMC used to be government owned, basically like the county owned a bunch sure. of county hospital. So I, I don't know if that, what the deal is. But um, basically, this is a whistleblower complaint from a year and a half ago uh, where somebody said, look, these folks have this international marketing program, which this article doesn't talk about what that actually entails. But the idea is that they are bringing in, um, they're trying to go out and bring in patients internationally. Okay. So that makes sense. Uh, and apparently what they did, the, the whole study was triggered by, they seem to be accounting for more patients as a result of this program than they should have been. So they were kind of trying to show the ROI and say, well, these are the patients that came in and there's question as to whether they were falsifying records or counting patients that like, for example, they talk about cruise people who take cruises nice. that, that are considered international patients. Um, would they have come anyway and you shouldn't count them? So um, there's a couple of things I think are really interesting about this. The first is they spent $7 million a year on marketing efforts? On the international marketing efforts. Just in, that doesn't necessarily <laughs> include their local marketing efforts. This no, says... Solely internationally, right? So, th- so it was, um, this group was called... The, the entity was Foundation Health Services, which apparently was spun off at some point. Um, but this was part of the foundation. But they spent $7 million a year. Now, they claim... Larry Clark, spokesman for the Jackson Memorial Foundation, the parent of Gilly's right, Foundation Health Services, issued a statement calling FHS, quote, incredibly successful, growing in four short years from $13 million to $100 million. While record keeping may have been imperfect, H, H, whatever, <laughs> them was a typical startup, fast growth company focused on quickly growing revenue for JHS. Holy acronyms. It's record keeping improved every year. So what they're saying is, yeah, we spent seven million a year, but it brought us between thirteen to hundred million dollars in that's quite a spread revenue. Well, and wow, that's a lot. So yeah, that's why I think they are um, really focused on. Did you can you really claim all that? Because that's a lot of money, don't you think? Or yeah, am I just naive here in Minnesota? Impressive ROI. <laughs> well, it's impressive ROI, but it better be. It's spending real. seven million dollars a year. For an but, international marketing program, but if seven million is bringing in thirteen million, that's really yeah. not that great. Uh, but if it's bringing in a hundred million, well, thirteen is still yeah. that's six million well, in your pocket you didn't I'm have just before. Saying that's a spread, right? So th- they say the the reason why they're questioning it is because the major concern of some commissioners is whether it makes sense for Jackson, which lost three hundred thirty seven million dollars the past two years, hmm. to continue spending the money. So it really does come down to that ROI. And the whole study is questioning, okay, you guys padded your ROI to make this look good. Who knows? But I think that's really an interesting what, story. It should a, I mean, what are the, 
if they're a government owned, are they government owned then? It doesn't it, say. You don't really know. It's unclear to us. It doesn't really say government owned. It says the study questioned the value of government hospitals spending millions of dollars. So, so they, you assume they are, then I guess, in that. We should know that for this podcast. Go I ahead and make your points. You know, I was going to say, you, I guess, if I were in that, if I were in the community of this organization, I would like to think that that organization's efforts are focused on that community that it's supposed to be serving, right? I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't think that a, a government owned healthcare facility should be focusing on attracting international. I mean, maybe. Well, it sounded like originally when you started reading the article, it was less about what the ROI and more about just maybe the ethics around going international, or is that not what you took Well, away? it sounds like they say that they're concerned that they're spending $7 million a year and they're losing money. The, the hospital people, the people behind the program are arguing, well, we're making money from this, so in the end we're better off. The report, the study, the inspector general is all about, no, there's there's 16 things that we're finding, you know, 16 different points mm-hmm. that show that your tracking of this is erroneous. And so if that actually knocks that ROI down, then it's back to the original question of, okay, right. you're not making money on this, but you're spending $7 million. Right. This says on their website that it's governed by the Public Health Trust, a dedicated team of citizens, citizen volunteers, acting on behalf of the Miami-Dade Board of County Commissioners. Jackson Health System ensures that all residents of Miami-Dade County receive a single high center of care. So it could be a county-owned deal, just like ACMC was. Sounds like it. Which is why you would have the Miami-Dade Office Inspector General involved. Otherwise, nonprofit mm-hmm. or not, if it's a private entity, it's none of their business. Right. So, well, theoretically, it's none of their business. So I think it's just an interesting thing. But here's, the, here's part of the article that I think is worthwhile and, and extends to other issues. It says, without an accurate calculation, Jackson doesn't know whether its foreign patient marketing efforts are worth the millions of dollars it spends. So there, that's what we've been dancing around. Well, boy, what if you apply that to all the other marketing efforts, all yeah. the other hospitals? Point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if that's the standard we're using, like we're all in trouble. It's somewhat of a maniacal laugh there. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, the reason I pulled this initially is because it was another example, and we're starting to collect more of these, of public entities. So it could be government, regulators, media, even individuals. Mm-hmm drawing attention to the fact that hospitals spend money on marketing and in a negative way. So here's another one to kind of add to the pile. And I think as these grow, uh, it's going to become harder for for our business to do what we need to do. Not our business, but our industry, healthcare marketers. Because now you, for the most part, we're working on the radar. People don't understand that we're doing this. Uh, They just don't see behind the curtain. But as this starts coming out, I think it's going to, at the very least, apply more pressure to answer that question right there. Mm-hmm. Forget about whether you're a government-owned entity. You better be able to demonstrate that this is driving results because if, if folks have to answer to a public board or the paper or whatever, um, it's just like that NPR story we talked about last year where a guy who writes for a finance journal who used to be oh, yeah. a CFO said, hey, hospitals waste so much money on outdoor advertising when they could be doing, he said, like press releases. So it was kind of a lame solution. (laughs) But his point was well taken. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this isn't really good ROI for this. So very interesting. We'll post a link Mm -hmm. to that. Good stuff. Good stuff. 
Thank you, Kent Bottles. Okay, these next two, I think, are tied together. I think they're tied together in that it shows, both of them in different ways show kind of this underlying current of how easy it is for hospital marketers to do their job and bring in business. This idea that all we have to do is make the logo big. Make the logo bigger. Make the logo big. All we have to do is run a billboard. All we have to do is make the logo bigger. All we have to do is have a tagline. Okay, so the first one is this first one came from this, um, actually from Meredith Gould, who's a Twitter friend. Uh, we've done some work with Meredith. She forwarded this to us, and it was a, a takeoff done by an agency, we think. And it was from A Few Good Men, so we'll post a link to it. And it was the, the classic scene in the movie where he says, you can't handle the truth. You ever worked in a creative department, son? No, sir. Ever written a great ad? No, sir. Ever put your ideas in another man's hands? Ask him to put his ideas in yours? No, sir. We write ads, son. We write ads or people die. It's that simple. Basically, Jack Nicholson is a creative director, and Tom Cruise is like an account guy. And Tom Cruise is accusing him of showing creative to the client directly. <laughs> and Jack Nicholson is just like, you know, you're so lucky I do this, and you have no idea what I do. <laughs> and, you know, he's making fun of the account people, and... It's really well done. But yeah. the part that made me laugh out loud was, you know, the part where um, Tom Cruise says, I want the truth. You know, what do you, what do you, I want the truth. And Jack Nicholson says, You want great ads. I think I'm entitled. You want great ads. I want a bigger logo. You can't handle a bigger logo. Son, we live in a world with ads, and those ads need to be guarded by men with big ideas. Who's going to do it? You. Or you, client service director. You can't handle a bigger logo. I'm entitled to a bigger logo. That part made me just laugh. And then Jack Nicholson comes back with like, you know, the only I'm the one who knows the truth that no matter how big the logo it is, it has nothing to do with selling product. And, you know, you should just go to sleep and be comfortable with the fact that I'm blah, blah, blah. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of creativity in which I provide than questions the manner in which I provide it. I'd rather you just said thank you and went to lunch. It's just it's brilliant. Good, whoever, yeah. whoever they have. You know Whoever who did, did it? the Jack Nicholson voice was like perfect. Yeah. It sounds just like him. Yeah, it's very funny. Do we know who put that out? Yeah, there's a name on it. We should give him credit, but I forgot to write it down. We'll link okay. it up. It's we'll, just, we'll yeah. provide two video. names back to back. That's why I think it's an agency. Okay. It's like Wyden Kennedy, but it's not Wyden Kennedy. Okay. Well, regardless, nice job. So it just, but it makes me want to ask, you know, why, what is behind? I mean, we know what's behind it, right? The, the, it's, it's never explicit, but it's r- literally the idea that, if the logo's bigger, somehow more people will see it. Well, I mean, you guys I are. Know. You I don't know. Those. I don't have the answer. I don't know. It's just it's such a common thing. That's why it's so funny to see it keep reappearing and things that yeah. obviously are pain points for other agencies and yeah, creatives. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, so know. interesting. It's like the belief that. People can't see us enough, so we need to make the logo bigger. Mm-hmm. But it all stems from that idea that, mm-hmm. again, Joe Public doesn't care. 
Like if they just saw our logo bigger, they'd care. They it's, would know us more. They're just more. not seeing it. So they're just, that's right. Same reason they probably want to be on a main highway stretch on a billboard. Yeah, it's know? the same thing. I mean, that's it is it's exactly yeah. the same thing because the shit the logo can't. Excuse me, you have to believe that <laughs> the logo can't be any bigger. Can it? Than a giant billboard. Mm-hmm. Make the logo bigger. Oh, you drive around. Some you of can't the, handle some of the hospitals logo. in town and see the size of their logos on the side of the building. That just gets a little pathetic at times. Yeah. Like, holy crap. Does it really need to be that, quite that large? Yeah. I can I see mean, that from across town. Do all, not just hospitals, but do all companies feel oh, that way yeah. about their logo? I, I, I would think? guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that one, that's not healthcare. It's not healthcare related what we're talking about. Neither is make the logo bigger. It's just a classic. You think it's just standard for deal, okay. right? And there are things that I that you know there's kind of classic fights between clients and agencies that have happened since time immemorial. So, like make the font bigger, um, yeah, put more content in. Sometimes those can go both ways because there are times where design Build shops or agencies, you know, make the font so small because they think it's cool, but you can't read it, right? Or the ad is so cool, but it's so messed up that it really. You can't get any content out of it. So it's like creativity for the sake of creativity. So there are pros and cons on those kind of arguments. Mm -hmm. But to make the logo bigger one, it's very rare where an agency has made it so small that it's not functional. Yeah. It's almost just universal like. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, typically it fits with the design. All of our clients will laugh at this when they hear it because they've all done it. Well, okay. we've we've joked with them. We've sent the song to them. I, I just yeah. wish that he could pull do the trick that I back when I traveled, played in a band and traveled around. And the it's usually if we were playing in a hotel, there's one in particular. It was the Holiday Inn in New Ulm. They'd always come and they'd always they'd be telling us all night to turn it down. And every time they'd come and ask to turn it down, our sound guy would like grab a slider that was totally unrelated to the volume and start pulling it down a little bit. And he's like, "How's that?" And they're like, "A little more." And he'd pull it down and let a little more. And then they're like, yeah, that's good. And he did, he did, he did nothing to affect the sound <laughs> at all. It'd be nice if you had a slider, a logo slider. You'd be like, how's that? How's that? Look how and much it's not changing it, it at all. Yeah. They're just, oh, yeah, there we go. That looks good. Anyway, I thought that was hysterical. That made me laugh out loud. So definitely check that out. Mm-hmm. So then um, number two, which I don't think this is necessarily like it needs to be bigger or more of, but it's kind of like this one is uh, – this comes from Franklin Street Marketing, which is a, a healthcare – ad agency that I know some of the people there and they do good stuff. So give kudos to a competitor, but they created this uh, tagline database. So that it's, cannot it cannot be, cool. be all of the taglines, but it's, it's 212 hospital taglines. And we know there's thousands of hospitals. Mm-hmm. Oops. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, they hear all this fumbling on the other so end. So I don't know how they've built it, but it's just fascinating. And they, they tweeted it out and I saw it and I'm like, Wow. Right, because you look at this and you go. I mean, obviously, healthcare's local, mm-hmm. so taglines really loco or local, both. <laughs> they really only need to hold up in a local <laughs> setting, for the most part. But you look at these and you just roll your eyes, because it's another thing where people think like we need a tagline that that is going to make that's going to solve our marketing problems. Yeah, and we've had this discussion before. I defy anybody without looking to name a healthcare logo or a healthcare tagline. I mean, you just can't do it. A hospital. God, I feel like I can't. And this is our business. We focus on this. Ask some Joe Blow on the street. Can you name a tagline from any hospital or health system? No way. 
You could probably make something up and you'll get one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you'll we be care. Close. We care. We care. Or excellent care. Fill close to home. Close to home. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't count those. I did count the number of taglines. So there's 212 listed here. How many of them used care? And not like health care. Yeah. But in like we care, delivering care, 49, which out worked out to be about 23%. So nearly a quarter of these representative taglines use some riff on care. I'm we care, you care. You know, I, I, we're talking about whether we should pick on some of these folks. Because some of these taglines are, wow. I mean, there's so many of them that are just, you know, right well, We don't have to name the organization. Block. We can just no. pick on the tagline. They'll know who it is. No, that's all right. Okay. N- not necessarily, considering I'm guessing a lot of these are used and reused because they're pretty cliche. And I mean, lame. how about one that is five-star care? I mean, you're basically... Do you have like a partnership with health grades? <laughs> How are you ensuring that you're able to deliver that? Well, health grades certainly can't claim the five-star rating system. No, but you pretty much have to deliver five-star in some way every single year. Yeah, a tagline is supposed to be something that's, that that's, lasts that's for so subjective. a decade or two. You yourself are a huge naysayer of ratings systems. Yeah, that's my point. Well, that's my point too. So, I mean, it's, they're like, they're irrelevant, Really? I mean, you could say you, if you don't get five stars in one, you could probably get five stars in another one. And if you don't get five stars in that one, you could probably go find something else you can get five stars in. It's like five star what? You, well, could, you could say that. And in some way, you could mm-hmm. say, well, we have the cleanest toilets with five star toilets. It sounds almost like four star <laughs> hotel. Like they're trying to play off on that. Yeah. But, you know, maybe we're too inside baseball for it. Um, well, toilets. here's one that I can't say without saying the name. <laughs> Just and it, use a blank. Is there a name in it? Well, it's also got a city name in it. Oh, I'm going to say it anyway because okay. maybe they'll maybe they'll help us understand it. Atlanta can't live without Grady, which to me is like, do you really, as a hospital, want to say you can't live without us? I mean, it's almost dead. Yeah, it kind of brings Grady's up the morbidity the, side of it. Yeah. Grady's the hospital or the health system? I, yeah, I just that one was weird to me. There's some good ones in here too that I want to point out. So to me, a great one at first I circled it because I thought it was bad. Genius in healthcare. What do you think of that just off the top of your head? Mm. It's a little cheesy. Yeah. yeah. Guess what the name of the group is? Genius Healthcare? Albert Einstein Medical Center. Nice. That's actually pretty good. I know. I love <laughs> that. See, when you put it in context, yeah, yeah I a think lot that's of a probably... great one. Um, okay, here's one that I didn't get Hello Life. <laughs> Hello Life? Hello Life. What's maybe it doesn't have any context. Maybe that's a hello death maternity based. <laughs> I don't know. I thought hello that one death. was a, um, feel better. That's it. That's it. Feel better. Um, lots of cares. Lots of cares. No, that's I mean, all. there's just a lot. I'm like, that's somebody's tagline. Um, care a lot hospital. There's someone that are based on choice. Choose well. That's interesting. Let's see. I'm trying to find some other good ones. Sorry, I had some circled, but there's another one that I thought was good. Let me flip to it. Make the paper sounds. Seven pages of this stuff. Um, what about? What do you think about intensive caring? Get it? Intensive caring. Intensive care. 
Yeah. But intensive caring. That's just dumb. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure on that one either. Time. It's the cornerstone of excellent health care. Time? What is that supposed to mean? I don't know what that means either. <laughs> oh, try, this, tell, okay. try telling that somebody's been waiting in the emergency room for four hours. Well, yeah. Lobby. <laughs> Time. It's the, it's the cornerstone <laughs> of care. Here's the exception to the rule on taglines, because I just don't like taglines. I think that they're toss off. I don't think they do anything. They, they, you know, at the very least, they need to reflect some kind of differentiating reality, and rarely do they. This is my favorite tagline of all time, maybe not just healthcare. And maybe you've heard of this before. I'll, I'll give credit to this. This is from MD Anderson. Do you know what their tagline is? I've heard it, but I can't remember it. Something brilliant. Yeah, wiping. What is it? Something cancer. Wiping. <laughs> wiping out cancer or something yeah. like that. Making cancer history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the double entendre, that's brilliant. Yeah. So they're talking about their level yeah. of expertise, but they're trying to wipe out cancer. But it's also not like, it's not a cliche care. Yeah, it's care memorable. Thing. It's memorable yeah. and it says something. Right. It says two things. Right. It says, we are so cutting edge, we're making history. And our mission, our vision is to wipe this thing off the face of the earth. Right. I think yeah. it says so much. Right. And if you see their logo, the um, history has a red line through it, or cancer, cancer. has a red line through yep. it. Mm-hmm. So even, I, I you know, the that. visual part of it, that's pretty darn bold. That one's good. To have, a, to have an identity where you've got, and I think even maybe in the MD Anderson Cancer Center, I could be wrong about this. The Cancer Center, the cancer's got a red line through it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit, but <laughs> that's a great tagline. See, but well, why think? aren't there more like that? Maybe they're, they just haven't made it their way onto this database yet, but. Yeah, cancer in MD Anderson Cancer Center is crossed out. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's just, that's inspired. Mm-hmm. It's memorable. They should keep that for as long it's as they're good. in business. Yeah. Yeah. I think people think this is really easy to do. That's why you see a lot of cliche ones. Um, it, it, it is easy to create a crappy tagline. That's, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to create a good catchy one like that or a good, no, I shouldn't even say catchy. One is mean, meaningful and actually a tagline that's actually meaningful is not necessarily easy to create. So how many hospitals do you think don't have taglines? Well, it depends on you define taglines. Well, it also depends on what kind of hospital. I think a lot of community hospitals, you're not going to find taglines for many of those. It's these big systems that have the cheesy-ass taglines. Here's here's my bet, though. I bet 90% of the hospitals, if you searched, you'll find a tagline on something. Probably. It may not be what they're using like prominently might be some, something that some somebody like added brochure or something somewhere. Right. It's stuck. I mean, if, if it's a tagline tied to a, like a campaign tagline, I don't count that. Mm-hmm. So that to me, that's a headline or whatever theme. Right, right. But if it's the, if it's for the organization, it's right. supposed to represent it at all levels. Um, probably not all, you know, I don't know the majority half I'm trying to find mm-hmm. other ones, but, We're committed to delivering outstanding health care, period. Pretty How about creative. this one? Excellence, period. Every patient, period. Every time, period. That's a, well, maybe they did that before the period thing became such a cliche. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I was going to say internet meme, but that might be the wrong 
it's just very, it's a very used now with texting and Facebook posts and tweets by putting a period after every word, trying to emphasize that you are saying something. Imp- I was gonna, I was going <laughs> to break up important, <laughs> important. Um, it's just a very cliche thing to do now. So that to me now that's part of your tagline. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Not bad. That's a very common um, quality or service vision. That's your ultimate goals every experience, every time. I don't know if you want to put it out there because that would be very. It's impossible to meet. I mean, it's something you should always yeah, strive it for. A lofty, but you can't. You can't always meet it. So I think that makes it a little. Some of these are tough. Bringing loving care to healthcare. What? Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, how about this one down here? Your community safety net for over 50 years? I don't know if you really want to be associated as a safety net. I mean, if, if your population is 90% safety net people and you're trying to, well, first of all, if that's true, you don't need to compel them. They have to come to you. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason to have a tagline in the first place. But for all the people who have a choice, I'm not sure they will choose a safety net hospital. Because now yeah, safety net's taken on a meaning in the populace of last resort, poor, you know, it's got all these negative connotations. I don't know if that's, I know what they, I, I think I know what they want to be saying there, mm-hmm. but all right. We'll check How it about out. this is my hospital? Mm. High tech care. Hometown Touch. That's just, good Lord. Hometown High Touch is kind of creepy. Hometown Touch. At least like this is my hospital isn't necessarily. At least it says more. At least, at least it says something about the patient. Or I don't know. I mean, it says something about the hospital too. I mean, it kind of combines that. That one's not, not great, but it's not. It's better than a lot of what we just looked at. Mm-hmm. Here's another period one for you. First dot best dot always. excuse me (laughs) are you done yet i think i'm done why do you have something to say no (laughs) there's a lot of good ones we'll just we'll we'll post the link i'm sure the people have other opinions give us your favorite tagline (laughs) we can we post the one we can't say it on air can we what the one from maryland oh that one that we came across which one is that? I'm not going to remember it, though. It's Fuquar Health. <laughs> Let's post that. People probably know what we're talking about. We've talked about it publicly, I think. I the one that has have. an ad that says, it's your choice, it's your life, fuck your, your health. health. <laughs> and it says it. Fuck your health. Fuck your health. Fuck here. That's it. Fuck, fuck, fuck here. Fuck here. But when they say it, Fuck your health. Fuck your health. <laughs> now well, that's we've got genius. A, that ended up on um, not Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Kim, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. We'll post that one too. Oh, well, yeah, so it's not. They won an it's award like it for hasn't that, been discussed. by the way. That ad campaign. Because it was funny? No, I don't, unfortunately. Don't think so. <laughs> the ad is actually really well done. It produced Yeah, I do well. remember that. Very well done. I mean, the me- there's a message to it. Uh, it's very creative and funny. It's just unfortunate that in the end that that came out of it and somehow they didn't catch that. Sometimes when you're married, when you're so close to something and it's so obvious, you just miss it. 
you know? Yeah. That's, but it's still, you would think at least somebody at the agency who helped, who helped them create that would have caught that. Yeah. We should probably end it there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jackie's ready to go. Come on. Are you done yet? <laughs> All right. Or Arrogant Healthcare Marketing Bastards Podcast. This is Chris Bevelo. Jackie Ritaco. And Adam Meyer. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next week.